Good morning, church. You've braved the weather and you're out on this cold central Texas morning. I was talking to someone as I made my rounds this morning that's a little bit further north than us. They're visiting here today and they're not very sympathetic uh, to us for this cold because they, they, uh, they live in it all the time. Take your Bibles and open them with me this morning to Proverbs chapter 14. Uh, we're going to begin there in the second verse in just a moment. We are midway through a sermon series on power walking. It's kind of a play on words. We're, we're looking at the power that we receive in life by walking with God. Power walking. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we began by recognizing that in order to walk successfully through life and receive the power uh, that is available to us in life, we need to have the right partner. And that right partner, of course, is God, walking through life with God. Last week, we determined that it's very important as we're walking through life to receive the power from God. We need to be on the right path. Obviously, we need to be on the right path. So this morning, we're going to take a serious look uh, at the right posture. You know, as I was working on this, uh, kind of moving into this emphasis, uh, I thought, what's the, what is the big deal with posture? There's a lot of talk about posture. There's a lot of talk about posture. So I I kind of dug into this, especially for walking, but concerning posture just in general, the Health Nutrition Magazine says this, research has shown that poor posture causes, listen to this, reduced lung capacity, increased fatigue, a lessening of blood and oxygen sent to the brain, a limiting of range of motion, stiffness of joints, reduced mental alertness, work productivity, back pain, muscular aches, and even a tendency toward pessimism, cynicism, drowsiness, and poor concentration. And I thought, that's my problem right there, posture. (laughs) But as posture pertains specifically to walking, an article in Epigy Women's Health magazine says, posture is very important when it comes to walking. If you walk with poor posture, your body won't receive maximum benefit from your walk, and you could give yourself an injury. So there's that. And then finally, the Walking Connection magazine contains an article entitled Walking Technique and Form. This kind of, I'm trying to move us a little bit closer toward our topic this morning. Walking Technique and Form, which in part reads this way. By using this technique of walking, you can become more efficient in your stride and confident in your ability to achieve your goals. The technique will help you uh, safely cover more ground in less time, with less effort, and with greater consistency. By closely following the technique and form described, you can significantly improve your performance in these areas. Now listen to this. Increased efficiency better use of energy supplies, decreased risk of injury, increased comfort, and faster times. The foundation of a good basic stride is posture. The spine should be elongated by standing straight, not in a rigid military position, but straight, tall, and relaxed. All that just to say to you, posture is important in life, generally. Posture is particularly important in walking. And let me say this, 
posture is really important in walking with God. So here's the correlation. The right posture for power walking through life is upright before God. And it's amazing how many times this is referred to in Scripture. We're going to begin with this. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 2. He whose walk is upright fears the Lord, but he whose ways are devious despises him. So the right posture in walking through life with God, the right posture is upright before God. We're going to talk a little bit about the benefits of walking upright before God this morning. First, walking upright shows respect for God. Again, let me read the Scripture passage. He whose walk is upright fears or respects the Lord. Now, in general, it's good when we show respect. A couple of observations at this point. It seems to me the courtesy of showing respect, at least in this culture, seems to be waning. Would you say that? Showing respect seems to be falling on hard times. Would you agree with that? Showing respect to government and law enforcement officers falling on hard times. Would you agree with me? Oh, my goodness. We could, we could, that's a deep topic. We're just not going to get into that this morning. There was a time when citizens respected government, respected law enforcement officers, and demonstrated it. But that is much no longer the case. There was a time when men respected women and demonstrated it. There was a time when students respected their teachers and showed it. There was a time when young people respected all their elders. There was a time when children respected their parents and demonstrated it. And if they didn't, <laughs> there were consequences. <laughs> you all are ahead of me here. At a men's retreat in Pflugerville, a young man stood and explained that when he was a senior in high school, his football team was a real powerhouse. They went to the state playoffs. He was a star on that team. And it went to his head. One evening around the house, one cold winter evening around the house, he and his dad locked horns. And he stood in his dad's face and said, you don't tell me what to do anymore, old man. It was not the right thing to say. In his testimony there at the retreat, he said, I don't know exactly what happened next. But there was a fury of hands moving fast in front of me. And he said, somehow... My five foot ten, hundred and seventy pound dad was able to move my six foot three, two hundred and ten pound frame quickly through the living room, out the back door, off the patio, and onto my back in the grass. And he said, When you've learned how to show me respect, you can come back into this house. And his dad went in and locked the door. And he said, I had on no shirt and no shoes, and it must have been forty degrees outside. 
And he said, I sat on that patio for a good 30 minutes reflecting until my dad stepped out on the patio and said, have you learned how to show respect? He said, yes, sir, I have. And he said, from that day, I have had enormous respect for my dad. It used to be that way. Respect used to be a part of our culture. So in a general sense, it's good and right and healthy and wholesome just to show respect. It creates humility within us. But listen, it's great when we show respect to God. And we do that by walking upright before Him. This word upright means to be straight or level, to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. The first time we see it, it's used in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, where the Bible says, God said, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right, there it is, there's the word, do what is right in His eyes, if you pay attention to His commands and keep all my decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. If you do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. We see that word again in 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 5. For David had done what was right, in other words, showing respect. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not failed to keep any of the Lord's commands all the days of his life except in the case of Uriah the Hittite. Interestingly, God teaches those who respect him how to walk upright. We're going to talk more about that in depth in just a moment. Psalm 25, beginning of verse 8. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in his way. He guides the humble. In other words, those who respect him. He guides those who respect him in what is right and teaches them his way. And therein is power. Power. We're looking at the Results of walking upright before the Lord. Here's another one. Walking upright ensures protection from God. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. He holds victory in store for the upright. There's that word. We see it over and over again. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. I tried to emphasize that as we read through it. There are a couple of things I want to point out here. First, notice exactly what God guards and protects. He guards the course of the just and protects the way or the path of His faithful ones. Now, this refers back to our message last week when we talked about walking on the right path to receive God's power. Let me just say this. We have to walk upright. That's what we're talking about this morning. We have to walk upright on the right road in order to receive God's protection. I spoke at the Central Texas Veterans Cemetery a couple of years ago at a Memorial Day service in Temple where they were featuring and honoring Marines. 
During a break, I visited with a young Marine veteran of the Afghan war, and I asked him about the dangers they faced, were facing over there. I was really curious about what we were sending our young men into. And he said, well, he said, on one occasion, it took it took 15, uh, it, it took almost all day for them to, to carry uh, a transport vehicle full of us soldiers. It took them almost all day to carry us 15 miles because the minesweepers were walking in front of us, clearing the road of mines and IEDs as we went. It took them almost all day. And I said, well, you know, I, I'm glad I'm glad they're doing that. On behalf of all of us back here in the States, let me just say, I'm so glad they're protecting you that way. I'm so glad they're taking such good care of you on behalf of all those of us who are back here. But but the the thing occurred to me as I was working on this message, and, and see if this doesn't make sense to you, they were only protected... They were only receiving the protection of the military. They were only receiving the protection of those of us back here who sent them. As long as they stayed on that road, on that path. Does that make sense? If they veered off to the right or veered off to the left, they would no longer have been protected. They would still be as loved by all of us back here. But they wouldn't be protected if they veered off that path. And that's what we're talking about here. It's what the passage says. The passage says... Walking upright ensures protection from God because we're walking on the upright path. We can just put that name above the road. We're walking on the upright path. As long as we walk on the upright path, we receive God's protection. Second, we need to fully appreciate the awesomeness of God's protection. And I find myself talking with people all the time about this. We underestimate God's protection. The last time I served on jury duty which is a few years ago now, not many, but a few years ago. The youngest juror was a 25-year-old young woman uh, who had said her husband was the first lieutenant uh, in the military, and he was overseas. And so during the break, I asked her what her husband did. She said, oh, he's, he's a tank commander. And I was impressed. I was, I was impressed. But before I could ask her more about it, another juror, Step forward and says, what does a tank commander do? And she said, oh, he just manages three or four tanks. He just manages three or four tanks. No big deal. Well, I didn't say anything more, but I came home and looked it up. Let me just read to you what I found. The M1A2 Abram main battle tank is the most amazing, powerful, state-of-the-art piece of mobile ordnance ever built. There's virtually no defense against it. It is capable of power never before thought possible. And this young man commanded four of them. He commanded four of these awesome battle tanks. You ever heard the term familiarity breeds contempt? You know what that means? It just means the more we know someone, the less we respect them. This young woman was so familiar with her fiancé, she could not imagine how much power this young man had at his disposal. She couldn't conceive of how powerful his resources were. That is the way we are with God our Father. 
Familiarity breeds contempt. We're so familiar with God, we forget how much power He has at His disposal. He is an awesome God with unbelievable power. Did you know He's spinning, He's rotating this earth at 1,025 miles an hour, and we're just sitting here enjoying it? He's rocketing earth 16,000 miles an hour through space. That's how powerful He is, and we're just sitting here taking it for granted. I want you to know and I want you to remember this morning what the Bible says. The Bible says we are protected because our God is a powerful, powerful God. Your God is a powerful God. Powerful God. Psalms 46, first couple of verses. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not what? Fear. We will not fear because walking upright ensures protection from God this goes on and on <clears throat> let me just mention one other walking upright assures reward from God do you know why it assures reward from God because it thrills God we walk upright before him it thrills him it's a big day for God when one of His children reaches the level of love maturity that we begin walking upright before Him. The immature don't. <clears throat> we can just begin there. The immature don't. They crawl in the filth of culture and the world. But when the day comes when one of His kids begins to stand up and walk upright, it just thrills God. My first couple of Sundays here, we hadn't had these seats installed yet. We were over at the high school. Let me point in the right direction. Up over there. We were over at the high school, and I was kind of walking around trying to get to know as many people as I could. And there was a young couple sitting toward the back. I don't remember which service it was. They were sitting back toward the back. They were visiting here. They were visiting their parents. They had a little girl in their lap. It was about a year old. She was a year old. Uh, and they were just beaming. And it, the deal was the girl had just had her first birthday. And they were here visiting mom and dad to celebrate the baby's first birthday. They said, oh, you've got aunts and uncles, you know, live here and friends. And, blah, 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 blah. and uh, they were beaming with excitement because they, they relished the opportunity to talk about this little girl. So I, I said, I guess, I guess the family lavished attention on your little baby. And they said, the, the man was speaking. He said, yeah, but it wasn't because of her birthday. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, while we're at the birthday party, she took her first step. <laughs> she took her first steps. And they said, y'all, it was, honey, walk to me. Honey, walk to me. Honey, walk over here. Honey, walk over. And that little baby's just walking all back and forth over the living room, thrilling everybody to death. And this young daddy said, you would have thought she discovered a cure for cancer. Thrilled because that baby was standing up and walking upright. She will never return to crawling on her belly again. She's walking upright. Don't you see? That's the way God is. That's the way God is with us. When we finally reach that level of maturity, when we're able to stand up from the muck and the mire of culture, from the, from the sin that so uh, encompasses this world, and stand up and walk upright before Him, it just thrills Him to death. Thrills Him to death. Psalm 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield, the Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does He withhold from those whose, 
walk is upright. Whose walk is upright. Hope you heard that. God doesn't withhold any good thing from those who walk upright before him. He bestows favor and he bestows honor on those who stand up and whose walk, whose posture is upright. Now this is not hard to understand. It's just common sense. When a person expresses respect for God by walking upright before him, God expresses his favor toward that person and rewards them. Let me just tell one more story. Telling I told you my youngest grandson uh, suffers from ADHD. I, and I guess he has a pretty severe case of it, I guess. He, 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 never, he never sits down. He's, he's, always, he's always going. Almost a nuisance. He's just always, always going. Well, his mom and dad have, uh, have discovered that sweet tea only makes it worse. You know, it's got the caffeine. It's got the sugar. It's got all this stuff going so, so, and he loves sweet tea. He'd rather have sweet tea than soft drinks. So they've just said, no, no more sweet tea. No more sweet tea. You would think he was an alcoholic and you'd withhold alcohol from him. He, no more sweet tea. <clears throat> so some time ago, he came into the kitchen where Stephanie, his mom, was at the refrigerator. She's describing this to us. He went down on one knee and he said, Your Majesty. Could I please have one glass of sweet tea? (laughs) Stephanie said, now if everyone in this house approached me that way, we'd have a much happier home. (laughs) Here's your sweet tea. We express our respect to God by walking uprightly before him. And in return, he favors us and rewards us. Listen to God's promise to Solomon in 1 Kings 9, beginning of verse 4. As for you, God speaking to Solomon, as for you, if you walk before me in integrity of heart and uprightness, as David your father did, and do all I command and observe my decrees and laws, I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever. Do you know what we want for ourselves in life? Do you know what we want in our lives for our children? I want you to follow along with me here. You know what we want? We want God to bestow his favor on us, don't we? That's what we want. We want God to bestow his honor on us. That's the thing we want. God says, walk upright before me, walk with integrity before me, and I will rain blessings down on you and your children all the days of your life. If you walk upright before me. Now, how do we walk upright before God? Follow me. We walk upright before God by turning our back on the culture and their draw and their influence. We turn our back on culture. We turn to Christ Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, will you please, please, please forgive me of all my lifetime full of sin. 
He paid the price for that sin on the cross, and therefore Jesus says, yes, I forgive you of all sin. And in that moment, the Spirit of God moves into us with His Holy Spirit, and from that day forward, we are Spirit-possessed and Spirit-directed. And at some point in our pilgrimage, we stand up before God and we begin to walk upright before Him. And God rains His blessings down on us when we do. That's what we want. Isn't that what you want? We want God's favor on ourselves and our children. We can have it. Walking upright before God. Pray with me.